welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a great Monday and I hope you're having a great start to 2021. I cannot even believe it's already the new year. This past year has seriously gone by faster than any other year of my life. (laughs) So I am just really, really excited. I have been very open with you guys about being in a little bit of a funky mood the past, honestly, few months. But for some reason over this past week, I have just had a huge mental shift. I feel really great. And I think it's important to acknowledge that these feelings often come in waves. I feel like there are times when you feel really just kind of unmotivated and discouraged and I felt like, you know, I was going to be that way for a while, but I really do think this past week has really just made me feel a lot more motivated in my personal work, which is a really good feeling. And I'll explain more about why I feel that way and kind of what has contributed to that. But even just doing this podcast episode, these are some of my favorites to listen to. I love listening to people's kind of New Year's goals and intentions. I posted a video this past week walking through just a few of them, but I wanted to do a little bit more of an in-depth whole podcast episode on just intentions and things that I'm focusing on for 2021. And I know everyone kind of has a different relationship with New Year's resolutions and goals. There are people who really think that they're really dumb, to be completely honest. There are people who think that, you know, if you're just going to break them, there's no point in doing them. I personally think that goals are really motivating. I think for me, this is something that I was talking to with Aiden. He was actually the one who was encouraging me that a lot of times we feel kind of like we're in a slump or unmotivated when we don't have actual things we're working towards. And I think that's fine to be that way during the holiday season. Obviously, you know, you're spending time with family. There are other things, but I think finding fulfillment in your own life, it's so much easier when you have an idea of what you're working towards rather than just doing the same old, same old every day. And so I just had a little bit of a mindset shift and was thinking about a lot of things I want to work on, and I just feel a lot more motivated kind of processing through these things. So I really want this episode just to be motivational for you guys, inspiring, something you can walk away from thinking it doesn't even have to be something like, you know, losing weight or eating healthier, you know, things that may seem a little bit kind of bigger and scarier, if you will. It really is just things that are simple that you can take away with and be like, oh, this is something that I would actually like to do in 2021. And so I'm a big fan of 2021 goals. I'm a big fan of New Year's goals. I think that they're great just to check in with yourself, see what you did well in the past year, but also move forward and see what you can change and what you can do better in the new year. So that is what this episode is going to be. Like always, I just wanted to do a little life update, a little recap of the past week. Uh, To start, we had our New Year's celebration. Aid and I did not do anything. We made dinner at home, drank some wine, and we watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We didn't even watch the ball drop or anything, and I fell asleep before midnight. So it was a pretty uneventful New Year's this year, but it was honestly really nice. It was our first one that we actually had spent together because every time when we were in college or in New York, we'd be home with our families for Christmas. So we were never together for New Year. So it was just special getting to kind of have my first New Year's kiss with my husband for, you know, the first time ever pretty much. So it was nice just getting to celebrate that. I am particularly excited today because, well, it was actually kind of a bad thing, but kind of a good thing. I was recording a video today and I feel really motivated right now to kind of explore some new video ideas and integrate more videos beyond just vlogs right now. 
and I was recording a video and it took me about three hours to figure out my camera because my camera is actually broke, my big DSLR camera, which I don't normally record on, but I just felt really motivated to improve the quality of my videos. So I went ahead and pulled it out. It was all dusty, but the LCD screen is actually broke. So I have to use the remote on my phone. This is really confusing, but essentially to get the shot right, I have to look at it on my phone. So it just takes a lot longer. Film this whole video and I went to close out the video and I noticed the screen stopped and it just froze. And so I turned off the camera, turned it back on and it said error and I Googled it and apparently it's a recall on my actual camera body and I'm pretty sure they'll replace it for free, but the camera is basically shot and it's a really nice camera. It's a Canon 70D, so it's definitely a high quality camera. But with that being said, I have had my vlog camera for the past five years and it is duct taped. It is literally so old, but I finally decided that because both my cameras are now pretty much shot. I was going to go ahead and order a new vlog camera that I can also do sit down videos with in the meantime before I get this other one replaced through the warranty. So I got the Canon EOS M50. It's one that a lot of kind of vloggers use. It's a nicer vlog camera and I also got a special lens for it and a microphone. So I've never had a microphone with my vlog equipment and I'm so behind on all the equipment and so I'm really excited to have some new equipment to use. It's always really motivating getting new camera equipment when you do YouTube. It just feels like a little boost. You feel like it's fun to have something new to master. I've just had such old equipment for so long that it's nice to have a challenge of new equipment just to work on and I feel very motivated and hopefully the quality's improved too for my viewers. So I'm really excited for that. I'm actually going to go pick it up after I record this podcast so tomorrow I can finish the video that I never actually got to finish. And then I think the lens comes in tomorrow along with the microphone. So really pumped. It obviously was an expense. I feel like I've had a lot of expenses between that and then my last tax payment. And so it's been an expensive time of the year, but I'm excited after this in January and that tax payment. I feel like we can finally start building on our savings more than we have been the past month or so. So I'm also very excited because last night... My family is dog-sitting a Sharpay dog, and if you've never seen a Sharpay, they're like these big, they're not even big, they're these little puppies, they actually get full-grown to be dogs, but they had a puppy Sharpay, and they have all these roles, they're the cutest dogs, you have to look them up. They were actually dog-sitting one, and so I got to play with the Sharpay puppy yesterday, and puppies make my day. I actually said in a video that we're planning on getting a dog in 2021. That's another thing I'll talk about here in a sec. And so it really made my day. I'm the biggest dog person, even just like animal person. I love horses. I love donkeys. I love farm animals. I love dogs. I'm a big animal person. Animals make me so happy. So it really made my day getting to play with the Sharpay. If you follow me on Instagram, which is just at Michelle Reed, you would have seen that I posted about the Sharpay because she was so cute. Her name was Honey and I kept calling her a little honey bun. She was adorable, but it really made my day. But that was my past week. It was a really great week. And now let's just roll into the intentions. So I wanted to start off with kind of my biggest tips for actually just starting goals. And I kind of explained why I believe that goals are a good thing. But in high school, I remember reading this book. It was called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And I think it's one of the best books because a lot of times setting goals or intentions, even whatever it may be, can seem really daunting when you just say, I want to, let's say, save money. That's your goal. When you don't actually have tangible steps that you're going to take to do that, it's probably not going to happen. And it's really interesting to learn about how much 
you know, our goals are intertwined with our habits and just things that we do every single day. So in my opinion, instead of just saying, I'm going to do this, you should actually think of physical things that you can do to work towards those goals. And so in this example, he uses the example of exercise, but this is a quote. It says, want to exercise more? Choose a cue, such as going to the gym as soon as you wake up and a reward, such as a smoothie after each workout. Then think about that smoothie or about the endorphin rush you'll feel. Allow yourself to anticipate the reward. Eventually, that craving will make it easier to push through the gym doors every day. So this was actually the thing that helped my personal kind of like fitness routine. I really did start to crave the feeling of the endorphins. Whenever I have a really intense like cardio workout, and this is the reason why I just really like cardio, even though strength is something I've been trying to do more lately in the past year. I love the feeling of finishing a run when you're sweaty, when you can feel the endorphins, when you feel motivated. I literally crave that feeling because even if I'm having a bad day, a bad morning, that feeling totally just switches my mindset and it makes me feel so much better, which is why I think that health is so important for your mental health. Something that's physical really does affect your mindset and it's why it's really important to me. But I think when you're doing goals, you kind of have to think about certain rewards and cues that will make developing better habits easier to do. So just a little tip for you guys I wanted to put in the beginning. It's definitely, you know, easy to move forward with goals when that is your motivation. The other thing I wanted to say, and while it's good to think of things to change, it's good to think of things that you can kind of alter or make better. For me as a Christian, there are just certain principles that are good to always think about. No matter what's trending, no matter what you learn is good for you, whatever it may be, I think that there are, you know, certain truths to hold on to. And so I always think about this verse. It's Philippians 4.8. I talked about this in my video too, but it has always been the verse that I think about whenever I'm trying to make a new decision, trying to develop a new habit, trying to change something. I always like to put it up against this verse because the verse says, finally, brothers, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I always like to use this as a litmus test of, you know, is this something that's good? Is this something that is honorable? Is it just? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it commendable? And obviously, those words have different meanings for everyone else, but I think about it from just like a biblical framework of is this, you know, something that lines up with this verse? And if it doesn't, I don't think it's a goal that I should be doing. I don't think it's good for me. And obviously just praying about it, I think is the best thing you can do too. But I just wanted to put that out there because I think there's a lot of pressure with a new year to change certain things. But sometimes, you know, you're kind of set. A lot of my goals are actually just doing something that I did last year again. And I think that's okay if it is measuring up and it is just, if it is pure, if it is lovely. Or any of those things. So the first thing is one that I talked about in my video and I think a lot of people took this as me saying that I needed to like change my content and that is a little bit of what I'm talking about but it's not even necessarily that but it is just finding my niche or niche. I know everyone says it differently online. Over the past few months, one of the biggest reasons why I've been in a funk is I have been majorly comparing myself to other people online and seeing, you know, oh, this person does this and that's why they're growing a lot, so I should do that too. And I have just 
always been kind of sticking myself up against other people and comparing myself to them. And instead of letting that motivate me to create more videos, try new things, put myself out there more, it's actually been making me like paralyzed of like, I'm not good enough and I can't create content as good or as well. And so I'm just going to not put out as much. And that is just really sad. It's been one of the reasons why I feel like I've been dissatisfied with what I'm doing because a lot of times comparison can actually propel you forward. It can make you want to be better. It can make you kind of think of new ideas. But for me, I think that I have been just trying to appeal to a wide audience. And a lot of times in business, it actually makes more sense to target a specific audience rather than trying to, you know, be everything for everyone. And so I think as I've gotten older and as I've kind of changed my lifestyle, you know, I don't live in New York anymore. And that was one of the reasons why a lot of people liked my content was because I lived in New York City. And I totally understand that. But now I live in Texas. Life is slower. I focus a lot more on my family and my relationship with Aiden. And that's okay. And that's kind of the nature of my content now. I'm trying to kind of use my switch of lifestyle into making more content. I've just been doing a lot of vlogs and not really being creative with what I'm producing. And so I'm trying to think of, you know, yes, I am in a different stage of life, but how can I use that to create some, you know, just new content that's different and trying to be more creative. And I think whenever I'm in that phase of life, I just enjoy my work a lot more. It feels less like work and I feel more motivated doing it. So just kind of trying to better think of new ideas and also, just trying to not focus on trying to be everything for everyone and maybe trying to attract a more specific audience because I love everyone who follows me. I love all my viewers. I truly feel like everyone on here is my friends. Like I have DM conversations with people who will respond to a lot of my stories and we go back and forth for like months on end about different things. I actually do really love getting feedback like we've been doing our apartment and I'm just so thankful for all the help people have given me on decorating I use people's advice I use people's tips obviously sometimes I don't want tips sometimes I just want to explain something without feeling like you know someone has a solution all the time but I do really look at my viewers as my friends and with that being said I appreciate everyone's everyone who is here but I do think I need to kind of focus less on appealing to people and focus more on being creative in my content if that makes sense and I also read a book it's called the inside advantage by Robert Bloom it talks a lot about this aspect of like finding your core audience but he has four steps in terms of like business owners of you know things to process through and the first one is you know who is your core customer number two is what is your uncommon offering Three is how is the persuasive strategy that will convince your core customer to buy your uncommon offering versus all competitive offerings. And four is just to own it. It is a series of imaginative acts that will celebrate your uncommon offering and make it well known to your core customer. And I think that last part of owning it is really where I've kind of been missing out. And so I just feel a lot more motivated. I like wrote out a lot of different video ideas that are maybe different than I used to do in the past, but now are more appealing to me as I've grown as a person and not necessarily just trying to remake things that maybe I don't 
feel as interested in. This doesn't really make sense without me actually doing it. So you'll just see over the course of the next month, I'm going to try to make some different content. I think you'll better see it. Number two is investing in things beyond me. So for me, this past year has been a very self-centered year because we got married. We were planning our wedding. We moved to Texas. It was just a lot of me personal life changes that involved a lot of, you know, how am I feeling? How am I spending my money? How am I adjusting to this new place? And it wasn't a very other people year, which is fine, but I definitely believe, and I talked about this in kind of like my self-help episode, and I know that one, some people agreed with, some people didn't, but I feel a lot more genuinely content and fulfilled, fulfilled being the main word, when I am pouring my energy into something else beyond me. And it's been hard because obviously even when we go to church, we finally found a church in Dallas that I'm pretty sure we're going to stick with. You can't necessarily do kind of like church gatherings beyond Zoom. And I just personally, this is my own opinion, I don't think that like Zoom gatherings are very valuable. (laughs) I believe human touch and being around people is really important. And I think it does change your relationship rather than just like FaceTiming someone. That's just my opinion. Take it or leave it. And so it is harder, you know, this past year, it has been harder. And I do think the past or the next six months are going to be pretty similar. It's hard to invest in other people when people aren't really being around people right now. So I want to give myself kind of grace with this one because it's kind of up to more people than myself. But I do want to try to invest in other people more beyond like donating money trying to find somewhere to volunteer here, trying to be a part of a church group, and just feeling like my energy is going to better causes rather than just me. And with this, you know, train of thought, something that is happening, we are getting a dog. I'm pretty sure this is going to happen in the spring of 2021. I'm really hoping that this is when this is going to happen, but I don't want to like totally say for sure so I'm waiting to say like the breed of dog we're gonna get because I just it's not confirmed so I'm not gonna say but hopefully spring 2021 I am really excited to have a sense of responsibility I again like I said love animals and we've wanted a dog we were gonna wait till we got a house but we just decided that we have a very open apartment it's a very apartment friendly for it's a very dog friendly apartment building We have great parks around us. We spend a lot of time outside and we just really are ready to have a dog. We think that it's a good time of life. We are both home and I work fully from home. Eden might eventually go back into the office, but not for the next foreseeable future. So we just thought this was the perfect time to have a puppy to puppy train and to really get used to a puppy. And I'm so excited to have a sense of responsibility. That's maybe not a baby yet. I don't think I'm there yet. I know I'm not there yet. And so we were really excited for that. But that kind of just goes along with the theme of maybe finding things that go beyond me to invest in and just thinking beyond just myself. So this next one is kind of vague because I don't want to say exactly what it is, but there has been a very specific business venture I have wanted to do for the past couple of years, but have been too scared to do and for a while just didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with it but over the past year I have really been thinking about it and have an idea have a name know what I want it to be and 
for me, this is something that's always been hard to me. I'm not a dreamer. I think certain people are dreamers. They think of things that they want to do in life. They think of like long-term goals. And that's very much how Eden is. He is like a long-term thinker. I am just very practical. I think of the here and now. And if something doesn't seem practical, I don't think about it. Like I block it out. And I've been trying to get better at trying to be more of a dreamer because I think that is how you are motivated to go along with life is when you have those dreams to hold on to. And I also always think of the verse because I'm someone who really does let fear hold me back. If I think it's not going to work or I think it's not going to be perfect or if I think that I can't do it, I again, just block it out. But it's 2 Timothy 1, 7, and it says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So fear is not the friend here. Fear should not hold me back. And so I am really praying and starting the steps on starting this business venture that I have been wanting to do. It's something that I think will also give me a lot of fulfillment that I maybe didn't have in 2020. It's something that will be good for me because I just need a good challenge. I think I've been doing this for so long and I'm so blessed to be able to do everything that I do online, but I really crave something different now. And so I'm really excited for this and finally I'm starting to take the steps and just put myself out there more to learn more about it. I think when you start anything new, a new project, whatever it may be, you do really have to put yourself out there and accept the fact that it might be a total fail. But just putting yourself out there is kind of enough in itself because that is what is going to teach you to get better in life. So I'm really excited for this and praying that it follows through. So this one is just a goal of continuing to do something, but that is to continue living more minimally. So I, over the past year, have done yet another move. And every time I move somewhere new, whether that be a new apartment or a new city now, I tend to get rid of stuff. I've never been the kind of person who like holds on to things really closely. I throw things away very easily. I give things away very easily. And I don't feel attached to things, which is good because... I don't feel the need to keep a dress just because I wore it on a nice third date or something, you know? I just get rid of things pretty easily. But then again, it's always easy to kind of have clutter. And like I said, it's been a pretty expensive past couple of months. And so I'm ready to kind of start doing with less. And I don't know, I just feel like the past couple of months I've been a little bit more materialistic. And obviously it's the holidays, it's Christmas, and so it's easy to get caught up in that. So I'm having grace with myself. And I'm not saying I'm never going to buy anything again, but I do just want to try to live a little bit more minimally. Our apartment is already pretty minimal, but just like with clothes, with that kind of thing, I want to get better because I really do feel more content when I don't have as much stuff. I used to be someone who liked having more stuff. I wanted to be on every PR list. I loved getting free stuff in the mail, which, yeah, it's nice. Like, who doesn't like free stuff? But the older I get, the more I realize I end up giving away most of that stuff. Unless it's, like, actual food or something. I love getting, like, food PR in the mail because then I just, like, eat it and it goes away. But I think it's good just to continue living this way. And I did a really good job of this last year, especially with moving back home to Texas and then downsizing on a lot of our stuff that we had from New York. I think that I have done a better job with this, but it is better. I mean, it's better for the environment. It's better not to consume as much. I totally agree with that. And I'm definitely not a minimalist. I think minimalists take this a lot more seriously than I do. And some people literally live with absolutely hardly nothing. I went through a series where I was obsessed with watching those van people who would like live in vans. 
And I literally lived with nothing. It was insane. And I just feel that I could do a better job at trying to downsize on the amount of stuff we have. So that is definitely something that I want to continue doing in 2021. Another just continue one. I do want to continue on the same fitness track. I don't have any new goals or anything for fitness. I really feel very motivated in this area. It's something that I just kind of don't have to tell myself to push myself in. I just naturally do it because I'm a big fan of rest days. I always take two rest days a week no matter what and that really helps my body recharge and not get tired of my fitness routine because I think that's when things start getting really boring, when you feel it's really monotonous, you're doing the same thing over and over again. That's how you get bored of your routine. So I do think that rest days are really good for me personally, but I do just want to continue being motivated in this area. I have been doing a lot of strength workouts. And so just, you know, some of my personal goals is really to continue upping my weights. I started with doing five pound weights for the most part. And now my typical ones are like 10 to 15. So I'd like to get to the point where I'm doing 15 to 20s regularly. I think that'd be good. And just pushing myself in that area because I do feel much happier when fitness is a big part of my life, when wellness is a big part of my, I think I just said a big part of my life. (laughs) I was going to cut this out, but I think it's funny. So I'm going to leave it in. A big part of my life. And so that is something that I'm working on. I think it was just very important for me in 2020. It's something that I've already talked about a lot, so I don't want to talk about it a whole lot because I had a whole podcast on my kind of fitness journey and I've been talking about it a lot on YouTube recently. And that's just because I've gotten messages from people who have told me, you know, thank you for doing that. It's so easy as women to get caught up in working out because of appearance appearances and I can just say going back to that quote in the beginning from The Power of Habit, working out to look a certain way is never going to motivate you for the long term. Like I'm saying that from experience that used to be me, especially in high school. I really was focused on like having thinner legs. I always felt like I had bulky legs and so I wanted to have thinner legs. So that's why I would work out or whatever. And that's just not going to motivate you for the long term because if you don't see results in that area, you're not going to keep doing it. And for me with my fitness and my strength stuff, I definitely weigh more now than I used to. I don't weigh myself regularly. I just like see it when I go to the doctor or whatever. And I do weigh more than I used to. And part of that is because I have more muscle than I used to have. And part of that is not muscle. Part of that is probably fat. And that's okay because I feel genuinely stronger and genuinely happier when I am working out, not because I'm trying to lose weight. If that is what you're trying to do, that is also fine too. I don't think there should be shame for people who also want to lose weight if they're doing it in a healthy way. I just want to say that's my personal mindset and I want to continue having that mindset going into 2021. Number six is just to get more organized with my business. So this is something Aid and I are actually doing together because we got married. Our taxes have all changed. Everything has basically changed, but I have just been doing this as a sole proprietor for a long time now, which is essentially when you just like do a business, it's just you. And that's fine, but it just makes better sense from a tax perspective. And if it is, you know, actually a business, you don't want to be liable for certain things as yourself. And so I'm finally incorporating, and I do mean this, we finally actually took the first step today, right before I started recording this. And so I just want to get better organized with my business. I got a little lazy with my bookkeeping in the past few months in terms of tracking my expenses, in terms of logging payments, making sure I'm getting paid on time, that kind of stuff. I have just been kind of bad at lately. 
And so I just want to kind of get more organized because I feel a lot happier and a lot less stressed when, like, say this is my problem. Sometimes I will wait till the end of the month to kind of like share all my expenses online on my Excel sheet instead of just logging them when I do them. You know, that would make more sense, but I wait till the end of the month and it becomes this whole thing because I didn't do it for the small amount that it took to do it right in the moment. So that's something that I want to work on and also just delegating better. There are things that Aiden can help me out with that makes more sense for him to be doing, but sometimes I just want to do it because I think that I have the control to do it. I'm just a control freak with stuff, but it makes better sense for other people to use their talents to do stuff too. So I want to get better at delegating. I got a manager in the past year and that was a good step for me because he does all of like my negotiating with brands and saves me a lot of time to where I can be, do- I could be doing other stuff more efficiently on my own rather than trying to like do everything myself. So that's something that I wanted to do. And also I talked about this in my uh, recent YouTube video, but I want to do a little update of my branding. I think I talked about this in my last episode as well, but updating my just like photos, my banners, kind of all of this housekeeping stuff that doesn't seem important, but it actually is important because your profile photo is really important when someone clicks on your channel, clicks on your Instagram, whatever it may be. So I want to go ahead and update all that stuff and just get organized for the new year since a lot of that stuff is New York City branding right now and I moved here a long time ago so I need to update everything. So this one is just a continue as well but it's just to continue prioritizing family. So my family is growing in the new year. We are getting another niece my brother Derek who I don't really talk about a lot he's the brother that I have in New York City he is married he is 30 I believe or 31 I think he's 30 but he is actually having a baby or his wife Avery's having a baby they're having a baby girl in April and I'm so excited because I already have one niece and one nephew but it's just really exciting when your family grows and every time that our family grows I just am always reminded that this is what life's about spending time with family investing in with family we were over there last night and it's just so fun getting to spend time with family and it's something that I think that you might not think is super important and I obviously know that everyone has a different relationship with their family so this is just me personally but I feel very fulfilled when my relationship with my family is good. So taking that time to get lunch with my sisters and spend Saturday nights over there and invite my family over to our apartment. And I know that everyone right now is seeing their family, maybe not seeing their family. We personally are seeing our family. I think that seeing family is really important for me. And I just love my family a lot. We're also really close. We're only like 40 minutes away from my family. So we do see them pretty often. But With moving back here to Texas, it's been one of the best things for me, getting to be around my family more. And even, I know it's hard right now because traveling is so weird, but anytime we can see Aiden's family, I want to take that opportunity. I want to see them and spend time with them because it really does make me feel a lot closer and a lot happier when I am just in touch with all of our family. So this one kind of went with the business one, but I want to try to work smarter, not harder in 2021. Something that I've learned just from meeting other people in the industry for, you know, doing my own business stuff. A lot of times you think that you need to be putting in like X amount of hours or doing X or Y, whatever it may be. 
But a lot of times people are more successful, not necessarily by just working harder, but working smarter, whether that be from doing your finances, whether that be from your work. And like I said, delegating, I just have this mindset that I need to just push a little bit harder or do everything myself, like I said, to actually get ahead. But it actually does make sense to put in the work to the best that you can, but also do the work smarter and, you know, find systems that make it more efficient. And I want to keep just working at that by, you know, learning to delegate more in areas of my life for setting up the entity that we're doing, just things like that, that really are smarter for the business, but aren't necessarily working harder. So this one is a big one because over the past few months, it's just been a weird few months, the past few months, as I said, but we were doing our marriage journal for a while. This is probably the number one thing that I get asked about, but we have this marriage journal and it's essentially something that you do every week where you map out your schedule for the week and we try to schedule like our date night that we're going to do and then you also go through questions that are like how can I better serve you did I do something that hurt you that I didn't know about and then it has like weekly checkups or monthly checkups in other like areas of your life and then it has a little devotional about a certain subject so whether that be like commitment or love or service whatever it may be but it's really good. I'll have it in the show notes. I think it's great if you're getting married. It's a really nice resource, but we kind of fell off doing it over the past month. It's just been kind of a busy past month and we were visiting friends, but then also like doing our weekend trips that we were doing. And so we just haven't been staying on it. And so I want to get better at actually doing that weekly because it is really good to check in about those things. And I already can tell whenever you're married, it's easy to get in the habit of just going through the motions but not checking in on the emotional health of each other and I think that's really important for marriage and something that makes me feel a lot closer to Aiden when we do have that so going into 2021 I definitely want to prioritize our marriage something that my parents always taught me something that I learned at church is that you know your marriage before you have kids before you are focusing on your work should be the center you know second from your relationship with God Like that is the foundation and I really do think the reason that I had such a good childhood and was raised really well from my parents was because my parents just had a really solid marriage and at the end of the day they had a friendship too. Like they liked being around each other and I just think it's important to actually work at your marriage because it is work. I think a lot of times people see stuff on movies and it's something I, you know, do too so I'm not saying I'm exempt from this. But you think that it's just about, you know, love and the feeling. But love is so much deeper than that. Love is something that takes work. And so I want to make sure that we just keep working at that in the new year because it is definitely something that's really important. And the last one is another very specific one. But we have some really close friends that live in Austin that we just love seeing. And we saw them recently. And every time I'm around them, it just makes me want to be around people like them more. They're just really kind people, but they're just fun to be around. And my thing is just to make more time for people who give you really good belly laughs. And this is really simple, but it can be hard for me to kind of get out of my shell. I don't feel really comfortable around people super easily. I'm an introvert. It takes me a while to open up around people. But when I find someone who just makes me feel really like at home, I open up a lot. And I love being around them because they're just fun to hang out with. They're just good friends to be around and I think that sometimes I view my friendships so like seriously in terms of I don't know I just think that some friendships are more serious than others but 
for me, I love being around people who just make me feel really good and who just make me not think about the things that I'm worried about, who make me have a good time. And in the new year, I just really want to prioritize spending time with people who do make me feel good, especially these friends. We do want to spend more time with them now that we're in Texas. But it's just kind of an encouragement to surround yourself with people who actually, you know, make you have a good time and not in a bad way and not in a way that, like, I'm not saying friends who are bad influences or anything, but I just genuinely enjoy being around them. And sometimes I feel pressure to meet a lot of new people but sometimes it's more so about taking friendships that maybe used to be surface level and just making them deeper friendships and I think that's what we've done with these friends and I just want to do that more in the new year because I do think that it's something that is really good and really does make your life a lot more worth living so definitely want to do that in the new year as well. So those are all of my intentions and goals for the new year. I really sincerely hope that this episode just kind of motivate you to think about things that you want to keep, things that you don't want to keep for the new year, and just evaluate where you want to go. I am so thankful for a new year, and I'm also so thankful for the past year. I've heard a lot. I obviously know that the past year has been really hard, and it would obviously be a lot better if none of this happened, but for me... I do feel like I learned a lot in the past year and ultimately I just know that God is always sovereign and he was just as sovereign the past year as he is in this coming year and I'm so thankful for that and above all else because I know that that is true it gives me the confidence to make these goals and so I'm really excited for a new year. Feel free to DM me on Instagram if you personally made any goals, what things you want to focus on in the new year. I again love reading my DMs. I'm not the best at always checking new DMs but if you do tag me in a story that's kind of the best way for me to see messages because I always see those and I always respond to those and I always have conversations with people who do tag me in stories. So if you are listening to this, feel free to give me a tag on, you know, how you're listening. If you're listening on a walk, if you're listening in the car, starting your day. I just always want this to be the podcast where you can start your week on Monday feeling fresh because that is when I personally love listening to podcasts. And again, if you enjoyed this, I say this a lot, but it really does help my podcast. If you want to leave a review, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can even just give it a rating in the stars. You don't even have to write anything. It really does help the charts in terms of people discovering your podcast. And this is another thing that I really hope to just grow and reach more people in the new year. So it would mean a lot to me if that's something that you're interested in. I never want to beg for that, but I know that sometimes I forget that that does help. And so I always try to leave reviews for podcasts when I really enjoy watching them because it really does help out the podcast. And always feel free to actually send me requests going into the new year for the podcast. I would love to create more of what you guys want to listen to. Just from my own experience doing this, the episodes that I do alone definitely perform a lot better than when I bring on guests in terms of like random guests. Whenever I bring on guests that are kind of like my family or close friends, those ones are kind of the same as me doing solo episodes. So if that's something you enjoy, let me know. I know that numbers aren't everything though, and I do still want to create episodes with guests that I really value, even if they are more random, because I do think it adds a good variety to the podcast. And I know that some of you guys do like those too. So let me know if that's something that you enjoy. I believe that's everything that I have to say for this episode though. So Let me know what you think. I love you guys. I'm so thankful for you guys. And I hope you just have a great start to your new year. And I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye, friends.